Welcome to today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. I'm Andrew Schneider. Tulip Time Steering Committee co-chairs Joel Bennett and John Witt join us on today's program to preview the 88th Annual Festival. This is part one of a two-part conversation. Well, Joel and John, here we are. Spring is right around the corner, and that means our favorite time of the year in Pella is right around the corner as well. The 88th Annual Tulip Time coming up May 4th through the 6th. Uh, first of all, Joel, I'll start with you. Uh, from a steering committee and kind of logistical standpoint, a little bit of changes this year to how you're structuring things. Still a volunteer group, still a very busy group leading up to May, really starting in the fall. First of all, let our listeners know some of the changes to the steering committee this year and why we've got co-chairs this year to help maybe uh, with the process both year to year and just getting people recruited. Yeah, absolutely. 2023 is, is going to feel like a little bit different year from a steering committee perspective. Um, in the past, as you come onto the steering committee, your commitment there is six years. And over the years, we've had a, a number of people uh, fill those roles and, and done a fantastic job. But we're finding it's a little bit tougher to make a six-year commitment for a lot of people, um, especially for an event of this size. So what we wanted to do is to, to start uh, shrinking those terms. And to do that, uh, we've uh, decided to add someone to the, to the steering committee to both balance out um, the number of tasks that each of us do, as well as shorten that term. So we're actually able to move from a six-year term to a four-year term, which, which should be, for many people, an opportunity for them to jump in and, and help um, plan such an event as this without feeling like uh, they're giving up uh, a good part of their, their next decade. So... Uh, we're excited about it. Um, we've we've gotten an opportunity to split up some of the duties, and it's it's really allowed us to dial in a little bit more this year. Well, and John, as part of that too, it's the same duties, but the best part is you're not only spreading things out, but as people got on the steering committee before, and I know this is part of the nerve-wracking part, is when you commit to six years, you have one year to learn. Now you have some overlap with some of the, the duties and responsibilities. And how has that helped just even this year with the organization process to have someone else to lean on for, hey, I'm in your case, entertainment. I'm going to call an actor. I'm going to get a parade float going together or something like that. Yeah, for me, um, to be co-chair with Joel is a bit of a relief. Uh, as opposed to having to maintain all of those responsibilities as a single person. Um, you have somebody that does have your back and can see things that you don't necessarily see. Um, adding the extra person, also a bit of a relief. Um, the distribution responsibilities uh, uh, was onerous. Um, and uh, at the end of uh, tulip time uh, each year, there's a discussion about how many hours people commit to tulip time uh, as part of the steering committee. And it is a fairly significant commitment. Um, and we did understand that getting people to be able to make that commitment was a bit more of a challenge these days. Uh, and so now um, it's uh, many hands make light work. Um, and so we have more people to be able to distribute that work. Well, and Joel, uh, obviously we talk about your volunteer role here on the steering committee, but to make tulip time happen, uh, we're a few hundred short right now in the sense of getting people organized right now and getting uh, everyone settled in. And, and oftentimes a lot of those roles fill themselves, but always being proactive with volunteering. If people are thinking about it, uh, there are so many things people can be doing, not only those three days, but the days before and even the day after the festival. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, many of us realize if you've, if you've lived in the area for a while that tulip time takes a ton of people to put on and not just from a, a steering committee perspective, but all of the volunteers in the historical village, um, folks that are part of the parades, either on floats or in other capacities, and then just folks that we utilize to to help with safety and security as we're here. So we have um, you know groups that will work our barricades, that will help us with parking, um, just to make sure that things go smoothly for our, uh, our guests. 
And this year is like most years, we're, we're looking for a ton of volunteers to help us out with that. Um, so if people are interested, either as individuals or as groups, it could be churches, small groups, um, folks from the same workplace, uh, please reach out to Pella Historical. Um, there are plenty of opportunities and we can typically find something for just about anybody. The other thing I'll mention is there are opportunities for groups uh, to actually uh, earn some money toward maybe a fundraising goal. Uh, our barricades and, um, and some of the other activities will actually pay. Um, and we do that in, in, uh, in a way that will help support nonprofits, groups, clubs, who may be saving for a trip or, or something else uh, to earn you know, a fair amount of money over the course of the three days of tulip time. So again, if there's interest there from any of those groups or individuals, uh, please reach out to Pella Historical and we'll get you connected. Well, John, uh, depending on the role, Dutch costumes are optional. Then I know some people may be scared by that. A lot of them, they do require Dutch costumes, especially if you're working in certain areas, but especially parking and some of those. There, there are ways to be involved if you don't want to be front and center is what I guess I'm getting at. Yeah, there's lots of work that needs to be done behind the scenes. Um, just the, the nitty-gritty work of, as Joel mentioned, maintaining a barricade. Uh, you don't need to dress up for that, uh, but you do need to be responsible. We want to make sure that everything goes smoothly, as, as Joel said, for our guests. Um, and then, of course, we love it when people will dress up in, in costumes for the parades and to ride on floats. We're going to be looking for volunteers for that as well. Again, uh, people should feel free, free to reach out to uh, Pella Historical uh, to find out what those opportunities might be. Um, later on, there will be a sign-up sheet that will go live on the Pella Historical site so that people have a chance to sign up for opportunities as well. Well, and Joel, uh, I think it's obvious to those of us who've lived here in town and been at Tulip Time now for almost 10 years, in my case, uh, and many more for others, Saturday gets very, very, very busy. And I know the challenges uh, that the steering committee has always tried to tackle is parking. And it's one that is nearly impossible to completely solve. But I know in recent years, there's been some things to help improve it. But in terms of just parking and when people should come visit, there's a reason why, A, it's a three-day festival, and B, why Saturday gets so busy. But, but when we're talking parking and these kinds of things, what should people be planning now, even if they're thinking about their trip a month or two from now? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good idea for people to have a plan. Um, Saturday is always our biggest day, as long as the weather uh, cooperates with us. And so last year was, was a great example of that. We had fantastic weather on Saturday and one of the largest crowds, or if not the largest crowd we've ever seen on a Saturday. Because of that, uh, some of our parking lots um, that we have on both the west side of town and east side of town filled very quickly, some of them by 1030. And that created a lot of, uh, of issues with visitors coming in, finding parking spots somewhere near the square. Um, many people may not have known it, but we had people parking as north as COC, um, you know, south uh, toward Pella Corporation, east to, to uh, Hy-Vee, and all the way out to Walmart on the west, and trying to walk into town. And so it's important for those that are, that are living here or part of the community here to recognize that if possible, we'd love to save as many parking spots as possible on the streets for, for our visitors. So if it's possible for you to park in your your driveways, your garages, if you have people coming to visit, uh, utilize those spaces as well so we can open up a few more spots. Um, the other piece with that is just being mindful of uh, traffic uh, from two perspectives. One, the more cars that are around the downtown area, the more cars there are around the downtown area. So if you live in town and you're willing to walk a um, quarter mile, a half mile, even a mile uh, to get uptown, it may seem like a hassle in the moment, uh, but it actually will typically save you time and definitely some hassle. So that's something we want to encourage 
folks inside of town to do so. The last piece I'll mention is with Saturday being our biggest day, um, that provides a great opportunity uh, for Thursday and Friday. And especially if you're inviting family into town or friends into town, um, to encourage them to come on Thursday and Friday. There are some really great perks to that. First, you know, if you come on a Thursday, the crowds are much smaller, uh, the lines are much shorter, uh, the food tastes just as good, and the parades are still here. So it's not like you're getting a second-class tulip time. If anything, you've got a, a, a better front-row seat. And Friday as well. Uh, we know that Thursday and Friday can be tough for folks at work, um, but taking that day off uh, may be a great way for you to experience tulip time in a completely different way. Tune in to Let's Talk Pella Tuesday to hear more from the Tulip Time Steering Committee. If you missed any of our Let's Talk programs, you can find them online daily at KNIAKBurlesque.com under podcasts and subscribe through Google, Apple, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. Hearthstone, a ministry of Wesley Life, supporting the health, independence, and well-being of older adults in Pella.